This is SB Nation Radio. Here's your host, Amy Bender. SB Nation Radio rolls on. Our thanks to John Gennaro joining us last segment from Bolts in the Blue. We were laughing here a little bit during the break. If you look across the Internet, there's still the San Diego Chargers and about 50% of the sites that I quickly glanced at. So just so you know, if you've you know been under a rock or traveled far, far away for a few months, they are now the Los Angeles Chargers and will play in uh, neighboring Carson starting this season at the StubHub this fall for 2017. Philip Rivers still under center. If that changes, we'll certainly let you know. Time to shift now to the NBA because we've been talking about it all week long. Everybody getting ready for the big finals that start tonight at Golden State. Let's get Bill Horrenda on board. The NBA contributor is a guru when it comes to this sport and it's an opportunity to get his take on what will likely go down here in the next uh, maybe seven games and maybe four. Bill, how are you? Thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Amy, and I think I agree with you that we're all excited. It's finally here. Will the hegemony of Cleveland in the East and the Warriors in the West through the playoffs end? I think it will. I think we're looking at a long series here. Do you buy the whole the whole mentality, Bill, that it's um, uh, best of three, considering it's the third straight year in a row, Warriors win one, Cavs win two? Is this the decider, or are you on the side that the Cavaliers barely got by last year and the Warriors are basically quote unquote winning three straight? Where is your what is your place in that in that thought? I I, I think this is a decider, Amy. I think that despite you know perhaps the hype and the blogger demagoguery that the Warriors will be in for a cakewalk. I I think this is a scenario where uh, it's hard for me to go against LeBron James, but I do think that ultimately this does go seven games. And I think the reason why the Warriors win is that, and I've been beating this drum for the last number of years, of course their offense is the sizzle, but the stake is their defense. Second in the NBA in defensive rating, they lead the league in field goal percentage against three-point field goal percentage against steals, blocks, and forcing turnovers. And, of course, as Ron Adams, the chief defensive strategist, says, the defense is a difference maker in the playoffs, especially early in games. I think that's what the Warriors can hang their hat on, but I don't think this is going to be easy at all. Well, you, uh, Bill Horrenda, joining us now. He covers the NBA extensively throughout the season. He's got a few games left to do it. Bill, when you talk about the defense of the Warriors, how much can be said for that move when they put Dr- when they put Draymond Green in the middle every once in a while? How that can really change the game. I've watched that a lot the last over the playoffs that I didn't really think about during the regular season, but the game kind of shifts when he shifts. It's interesting. It really is, Amy. And, you know, his versatility, he's a great playmaker offensively when the ball is forced out of the hands of Clay Thompson and also Steph Curry. But defensively, the Warriors are much more aggressive on pick and rolls with Durant now on the roster and also the veterans up front in Pachulia, David West, and, of course, the other addition being JaVale McGee. So Green really is you know, a decision-maker, kind of a free safety. And, of course, his emotion, I think that's good for them. I think they're a team of really good guys. But I think, listen, the meek may inherit the earth. They're not going to win the NBA Finals. You need guys with an edge, and Draymond Green certainly brings that to the table. Who is the edge on the other side of the court? I think it's LeBron James, Amy. I really do. I mean, just his presence his ability to absorb contact, the incredible numbers, the mental toughness, of course now 
playing through a, a racist slur on his home in Brentwood that's been covered up uh, from the standpoint of, of, you know, the deplorable behavior there. I, I just think he brings that mentality, elevates his game. Of course, now he's got, you know, health around him in Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love. Uh, that was the dilemma, of course, two seasons ago. And now you bring in Kyle Korver, additional support from three-point range. And this is a, a statistic that I think has to be paid attention to. It's like your significant other. You don't wait until Valentine's Day. Three-point differential is something you should always be aware of. Right. And Golden State, of course, prolific from three. They're plus nine points per game. But the Cavaliers plus eight points per game from downtown. That'll be critical throughout this series. Bill Horrenda joining us with some NBA insight in what to expect over the next 10 or 12 days or so. Bill, the last season you go back, uh, the fact that the Cavs were down 1-3, they're able to come back. I mean, there was that will of LeBron you're talking about, but there will also be moments of somebody else stepping up. We barely heard from Kevin Love, and I can't remember off the top of my head, you probably will, whether it was Game 5 or Game 7, but all of a sudden, Kevin Love just takes over. And then we had another opportunity where we saw you know, uh, Kyrie Irving do the same thing. LeBron's going to need that those little spurts of help to be the difference because if you go back two years ago, those injuries are part of the reason that they didn't win the first of these three. Exactly, Amy. And you look at Kevin Love playing with extreme confidence right now. Draymond Green even admitting that yesterday as to what is the difference with Kevin Love is seven double-doubles tied for the postseason lead. He leads the postseason with 14 corner threes. He's 14 of 30 from the corner three, which is one of the easiest shots in the game. Of course, Kyrie Irving has put up prolific numbers, a terrific playmaker, no one better off the glass uh, utilizing the window than Kyrie. So, uh, so much of a provocateur. So from that standpoint, you're absolutely right. It will be role players that will need to step up for Cleveland to have success. Their propensity and ability to shoot it from three, J.R. Smith, we mentioned Corver earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, their defense is markedly improved in the postseason. That also will be critical. And don't you know, one of the guys that really gets lost here is Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Their defensive numbers are so much better with him on the floor than when he's off the floor. He was terrific and a real difference maker last season, and it'll be up to him as well to protect the paint. So much excellent ball and people movement for the Warriors, of course. Did he dump the Kardashian? That might help him. You know, I think they are still in bliss. I'm not really an entertainment reporter, but you know what, Amy? Uh, the Cavs seem to be okay with it, so why not? I'm okay with it. I love everybody. I want everybody to be happy. And I will tell you, living in Los Angeles, you know, it sort of it tops the sports column every single day. The entertainment's up on top of, above all the sports. Back to the Warriors for a second. How are? What are your thoughts on Steve Kerr? If he can return sometime during this final, should he? Or should he just hand the reins over to Mike Brown in terms of consistency? You know what, Amy? I just, you know, obviously I join everyone in wishing Steve Kerr well. And I think this team is so well uh, entrenched and ensconced with his culture 
that if he has the ability to come back, I think he should whenever that is. I don't think that'll disrupt the Warriors one iota. They're in good hands with Mike Brown, and certainly along with everyone in the NBA family and community wishing Steve well uh, for a speedy recovery. It's been such a tough road and a really difficult uh, scenario for he and his family. Yeah, it's been tough to watch. Uh, one final thought on, on Kevin Durant. Uh, okay, he made the decision to come. We're hearing that uh, he's thinking of giving up some money so he can stick around. Does he still do that if they lose, if they win? Was that the right move for, for Kevin Durant? For Kevin Durant it was, but what, what do you feel about the fans' take of the Kevin Durant move now that we're uh, this far into the postseason? I think he's got to take less money, Amy, win or lose. Mm-hmm. And I do think that uh, for, for Kevin Durant, certainly it was a, kind of an unpopular decision throughout the league. But, hey, listen, laissez-faire. It's a free market uh, scenario. We're all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. He's got the ability to do that, so good for him. Would I have done it? No. Would Walt Ty Frazier have gone to the Celtics or the Lakers? I don't <laughs> think so. That was a different era. That was then. This is now. So I, I think like anything else, Kevin Durant, one of the most prolific players in the game. It's an especially prodigious series for him to produce and I think his being magnanimous has got to happen this summer, regardless win or lose. Well, and we can cap this interview by going right back to LeBron James and saying, you know, when he went to Miami, that's when it started, and it's going to continue. It's all about the buck at that point. Some of these guys, the best players, deserve the opportunity to have the best chances. Bill Horrenda, thank you so much for joining us here. The NBA preview in the books as we take a look at the NBA Finals starting tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock on the West Coast. Many people saying it will go 7. The Warriors with the edge on that one. Great to hear from Bill Horrenda, as always, because his insight is so great. Really, a true look at both sides of the ball and both benches to see how this thing is going to shake out. We'll continue watching it here the next couple of weeks and see what goes down. When we come back, it's Joe George's favorite segment. On this day in sports history, we always find something that jumps out. We'll do it when we come back. SB Nation rolls on. My favorite two hours of my day. We're almost done with one of them. Stay with us here on SB Nation Radio. SB Nation Radio.